The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. to Digging in the Dome. Finally, we come to you live. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! And we're sitting here in the Six Gully Studios down here in the Murano compound in the catacombs of the household. Our first, first uh, non-socially distant podcast, which is pretty cool. Mel, um, mel, oh, mellow in the yellow. Yeah, man. We, <laughs> we actually can like talk to each other, look at each other, interact, you know, not wear like fucking ninja outfits everywhere, which is pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I think going out and still wearing ninja outfits would be uh, uh, yeah, pretty I st- solid. I still rocked a mask uh, when, yeah. I, when, I, when I came over here. You know, I, I, I was my, uh, my cordial self, as usual. Uh, there's all the kids. Oh, the kids are rumbling, rumbling down. Yeah, there's like eight kids Yes, there. and now all of a sudden they're like, Uncle Kevin's here. So we're like, everybody in. came down. And, and, and was it, what? Is it? Yeah, it was like eight kids. <laughs> uh, hey. What are you guys doing? Going? What's up? How's it going? Hey, look, it's kids. Social distance. Yeah, they're, yeah. Just uh, keep it. <laughs> Hi, how you doing, y'all? What's up, dude? So you see the what thing you doing? the little red circle. That means we're recording things. I mean, you know what? You guys have a good habit of coming and interrupting our podcast. <laughs> Is there anything you want to say to the crowd, to the, to the entire United States? Huh? Hi, hey. Hi, uh, Danny yeah. Murano. <laughs> She's. Uh, I'm the lady. Yeah, here's my social security number. Is. <laughs> All right, good seeing you. Now uh, go back upstairs and go away. Oh yes, please social distance your way upstairs to a different part of my house. You know, she. It's the funny thing is that Colleen says go downstairs and get started, and then she's like, "Oh, they're downstairs." I don't think she understands the concept of recording. That's like the equivalent of we being in the studio. Hey. Keep it down out there. Go upstairs. You stinking. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, it, it's the equivalent of, I can hear him like yeah, rumbling it's like upstairs. A, it's like a trundling her. It's like a goddamn her. stampede. <laughs> so what I was trying to, trying to say is that it's kind of like if we were recording an album and then someone just walked into the recording booth in the middle of you singing and you'd be like, Hey, how are you doing, Kevin? You're like, started playing your guitar while you're like, you're like what are you doing? we're starting to like drum a little bit. It's like, Dude, what the fuck? It's freestyle. Um, There's other stuff. Hey, hey guys, guys, seriously, upstairs, upstairs. Oh my god, they're like, oh, let's play basketball. That's not fucking noisy. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with everybody? <laughs> oh my god. Ugh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> you sure you don't want to do this in my house? Man? No, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking, I'm, I'm gonna move the whole studio over there. Fuck this. I'm gonna fucking transplant the whole thing. Maybe myself too. I'll live there. Get the fuck out of here. 
Jesus. Oh, God oh, damn it. Oh, God. All right, well, That's I mean, you know, at least it's, it's, it, it, it's entertaining for the fans, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I suppose. They're going to be like, ha ha. <laughs> Uh, oh, but you know, Kevin did come in here looking a, like a, a Mortal Kombat character on, oh, on yeah. like, like, on, like, <laughs> like on vacation. You had like the mask on, but you were wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Like, like, hey, like no. Scorpion on vacation. <laughs> um, you go come over here and you fucking fire into a beard. Like, get over here, <laughs> here vodka. Or, 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 or like a girl. Like, <laughs> instead of like, like, oh no, that's. I didn't mean to stab you. <laughs> stab you with a penis. Finish him. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, that's the ultimate our, fatality. Our, you know, our normal intro is usually, you know, me talking about random nonsense about, you know, falling apart during quarantine and my own self-deprecating personal issues. So that, that happens. That's actually <laughs> so pretty much nice, every was, single time. It was nice to have a, a little bit of a different intro with a herd of stampeding kids and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we also we also start off in the traditional fashion, and it would be fair if I didn't, you know, say. I'm glad that you came in. I'm glad that you came in sanitary. You got some some sanitary, uh, some some oh, yeah. I came in, there. mask on. Got yeah. my, brought my hand sanitizer, flamethrower, well, whatever is necessary. Yeah, you, you have to, it's, it's post-apocalyptic rules still. <laughs> Even in the yellow, you still have to be like ready to fucking you know bounce at any point. But I was just you know, I'm glad that you're sanitizing because the possibility of you like pissing fans' cocks like a speeding <laughs> engine, and I just want to make sure that. Your hands are clean. Oh, you know, I have gloves. <laughs> set, set, oh, do you like glove up before go, you do that? Fuck no. I mean, what am I talking about? Don't do that at all. Uh, whoops. Um, uh. Anyway, what I, what I was saying was the... Uh, Live one started off real well. So <laughs> That's great. While, you know, we're finally, you know, kind of easing out of this and, you know, we felt comfortable enough with things going in the direction that they're going, that we could actually get together live and do this together. Um, you know, it's like still like, you know, kind of in lockdown, not really, you know, you're not going to work, not going to the office, you know, not going to, you know, bars or restaurants and you're still basically just at home chilling, you know, watching TV and stuff. And, you know, I started, I started like getting these like, delusions of grandeur and i think i think we both have had that before and what i mean i mean i think it's a i think it's a product of like our you know kind of moderate moments of success that we've experienced we've had yeah every once in a while something good happens like we play the cbgb's we're we're gonna be fucking on kimmel like so we're not (laughs) exactly so it leads to like mental leaps of stardom you know Mm. what i mean oh yeah for sure so you and i were talking um a couple of days ago and you know, we're, we're finally getting sports back and stuff oh, like that. Can't wait. And, um, you know, there was a UFC fight a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're talking, was about, good one too. Like, talking about football again, Baseball, and, and, you basketball, know, and that, you know football, all hockey, yeah, doing like a 2014 tournament and all this stuff. And, you know, when, but when you're like home in lockdown, you're like thinking all these like random thoughts mm-hmm. of like, Oh, you know, I could do that. Or, you know, given the opportunity, I could do that. And, you know, we've, we've kind of like, you know, have kind of lived that out in this regard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Starting this podcast. But, um, you know, I was thinking, you know, with, with like that kind of delusions of grandeur. Um, one of the things we always, they came out a couple days ago was that Tyson was getting offered a contract for $20 million to go into bare knuckle boxing. And it got me thinking, it was like, uh, you know, What's the scenario? What would you rather have? So here's the scenario okay. I'll put together for you. All right, go and on. You, you, and we're going to talk it out about which, which one, one you would accept. Okay, um, all right, bring it. 
You have to take one or the other. All right. Lady of the so, Tiger, Sophie's choice. So, <laughs> got it. So with Tyson entering this, like, you know, bare knuckle boxing yeah. thing, you have to go 30 seconds with Tyson or mm-hmm. you have to do one drive on offense on a football field. So a full drive. Yeah. Full drive. You're on offense and you're getting the damn ball. Oh, so oh my you, God. Have, you have to choose one or the other. So this, this kind of came in mind. Cause like, you know, I played football, I played sports yeah, in high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I believe me, I was moderate to, you know, moderate to mediocre at, best. <laughs> at, <laughs> yes. at, mo- at the sports I played, but I played a lot of sports. I played yeah. baseball. I played tennis. Sure. I played ba- uh, I didn't play basketball. Our basketball team was too damn good. Oh my God. Uh, I played, yeah. But I did play football and, um, I had never played organized football before in my life. And, you mm-hmm. know, I, my freshman year of football was my first year of football. I didn't play like Pop Warner or Pee Wee football no, or you, anything like that. You got that. into it like I just, you were. You I were was like, like, I like football. I can play football. You know what's fucked up about that? Because there are a bunch of people that like they, and it's, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Like, you know, you could be doing it your whole life and not go like, I was a Division three star quarterback and you just fucking pumping gas. You know, like <laughs> there's people that are like just so physically gifted. They're like, one day they're like, in 21, they're like, I want to play football. And then they're like, well, starting for the Carolina Panthers. Well, that's Joe like, Allen Mead. Joe Allen Mead never picked up a basketball before. And then like four years later, he's like the fucking number three draft pick in the, in the NBA. <laughs> it's, it's like, like the, the air up there. <laughs> exactly. So um, my freshman year, um, first, first, first game, mm-hmm. and I'm just putting this out there so you can relate to um, your choice. Okay. What um, position but, were you playing? Just um, well, in, I played offensive line because I was fat. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, or a defensive line, excuse me, because mm-hmm. I was a fat kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, just put your, lock, push, lock a hole, <laughs> push, push, your, push your fat ass forward, and hopefully you'll run into the quarterback and sack his ass. Um, but uh, during this, one of the first drills we did um, was a drill, and I believe it's called the Oklahoma drill. So basically, what they do is they have vertical pads, mm-hmm. um, which basically creates like a lane, um, yep, yeah, yeah. basically the hole. Mm-hmm. And they put a football down, and the running back has to pick up the football, and you have a defender coming at you. Mm-hmm. So basically, they they tell you you're you're, you're going to get the ball, mm-hmm. and the other person's going to tackle you, and okay. you got to stay within the lane. You can't like run sideways away. I from can't them. go around the you pads have, and like, you have to go, you, know. you got to through them or, or, or juke them or whatever, but you right. got to, you got to get through them. And it's the other guy's job to tackle you. Okay. So, and I, if it's not called the Oklahoma draw, I apologize. I'm just going off the memory. So, um, the first time I line up across from me is Karan Harris. Oh, Lord. now nobody on this oh. podcast knows who Karan Harris well, is. I, that's but, not necessarily but, true. There's but, probably some people that, that, that are like, yeah, that, maybe, that, that maybe are like, there's a couple oh. middle township people. Yeah. That know who <laughs> like, oh, Harris is. Shit. So but, but Chris's <laughs> reaction could tell you that, uh, it was not good for me. So, Karan Harris was a 24 year old freshman in high school. Yeah. He had a <laughs> mustache was, and three kids. <laughs> and I was a, I, 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 listen, I was a late bloomer. Like I, I was, I was like five, probably my freshman year. I was probably like, I'm six one now, but my freshman year of high school, I was like five, nine, five, 10 at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was, a, I was a chunky kid. And, um, so lined up across from me is Karan Harris. Oh, and oh, no. like, I just see my life like flashing before my eyes instantly. And this is the best. Karan Harris sees me and he's like, nah, <laughs> he, he just goes, no, he's like, I'm going to kill this kid. Like, yeah, yeah, please, and, and he's, on, like he's like, nah, I'm not going to do this. So he, he, he stepped, he steps away. He's like, I'm not, he literally was like, nah, I'm not going to hit this kid. They all fucking murder him. Right. Um, so, um, <laughs> your so Ben Smith, <laughs> Um, oh, ben, yeah, uh, yeah, comes yeah. in and he's like a you know 
Being he's a regular size cat, like glasses, you know, just a normal looking dude. dude. He was like a surfer kid from Avalon. Yeah. Dude, he hit me so fucking hard that like, like he picked me like when I ran at him and I just went straight ahead. Like I had no idea what I was doing. It was my first football practice ever. Right. And he literally like scooped me up off my feet and like drove me into the ground. Oh, like, no. and like all the air rushed out of my lungs <laughs> and I just like, like, it was just like, <laughs> and like, like, like I had to go to the trainer. He fucked me up. So that being said, so you got Tyson in the ring uh-huh. or you on, you're on offense. You're getting the ball. You're the handoff and the defense is coming at you. Uh, so, and you got a la- you got to last a whole draft uh, or a whole drive. A whole, a whole drive yeah. So 30 seconds with Tyson, 30 seconds with Tyson. And by the way, or, or, I saw that fucking training video. That guy <laughs> is as terrifying as he has ever been. So let, we'll, we'll weigh the pros and cons. Okay. So um, pro Tyson, as the choice. Okay. Um, I mean, it's one dude versus 12. You know what I mean? Yeah, so true. you, you have less of a chance of having five people hit you at once. Yeah. You, you have one guy, you can avoid him a little easier than you can avoid an entire NFL defense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a pro Tyson. Yeah. Another pro Tyson. Um, if he hits you once, you'll likely die. Yeah, um, no, or, no. Or, or at least be knocked out instantaneously. Let's, let's just, so just, it might be yeah. over quickly. I, I <laughs> would, I, you know, what would happen is the a, a best case scenario if Tyson hits me is that I wake up five years later with a, a coma beard <laughs> <laughs> and not being able to walk. That's probably my best possible outcome. <laughs> what do you mean you wake up with a coma? Your colleague's pulling the plug 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. She's like, he's like, she's, like, uh, she's like, ma'am, he's not in a coma. She's like, I'm plugging a lamp. <laughs> Pull the phone out of the It's like, wall. what do you mean? I can't get rid of him? God damn it. <laughs> All right. So pro NFL mm-hmm. padding helps. Yeah. got pads. Well, that's the first thing that came to mind. Right. Like, I'm like, at least these monsters if they pile on me, I'll have some buffer between right. me and like Ben Smith hit me. I survived oh, I'm here I, today to, to do this podcast. Can I ask, can I ask a clarifying sure. question about the Tyson thing? Yes. Now is this boxing glove Tyson? No, this is bare knuckle. This oh, is the new bare knuckle thing that he's getting fuck. signed up to. So this that. is, this is, you know, mm. this is, <laughs> this is legit bare fist to face or yo, body. Yo, let me tell you something. Either way, I'm going to be like, I will do. Oh, that's a, that's going to be your instant. The first time you get hit either by the Tyson, I just wanted to go to the bar. I mean, the, the no, I'll be like this. I'm like, <laughs> the, the point of this is like, you know, you're, you're instantaneously famous. Like you're the, you're oh, like yeah. the first, you're, you're, you're either, uh, oh, yeah, Vince Papale or, you know, you're the guy that took on Tyson and lived in, yeah, first, what, in his first fucking, What's the benefit here? You're, just, you're the most, you're one of the most famous people. Okay, so in, all of a sudden now, like, sports yeah, like, people are like now. this guy, I'm on yeah. sports center. They're like, watch yeah, exactly. this fucking twerk get destroyed by either 12 fucking football players or, or, or what a or person that is known as one of the best and most relentless and horrible punchers in the history of boxing. I know who also went to prison for rape. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's very possible that he could knock me out. Fuck yeah, me. I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> so, so second one, pro NFL. Okay, go ahead. Um, if someone hits you once, 
you'll likely die. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, okay, so basically, I'm still rolling the dice no matter what. My chances of death are high on both <laughs> sides of this fucking coin, which is not great. Okay. So, and like the 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 knock against the NFL thing is, is like you're on it for a full drive. Yep. You know, you're on you're on the Kansas City Chiefs, man. They're mm-hmm. and they're making it to the end zone, and you're getting the ball oh, multiple not times. Be, so, so you're not getting the ball once. I was and then it's like, like a three and out situation. <laughs> like I can't just lay down and be like, I'm sorry. Taking <laughs> me. It's like I mean that was my original strategy. First, I was like the first play in the first quarter. He, like, I, I, this is this is seriously. If I was going to choose, like this is the machinations because you're making me think about this. Is okay. He hands me the ball off. I'm just going to immediately fumble it and then run the other way. <laughs> like go away from all the people, let them get the ball and then run the other way. If it's, oh, if it's like, no matter what, you're going to take this thing all the way to, to the end zone. And I have to keep going. Yeah. I mean, like it's Pat Mahomes driving down uh, the field. You're getting the ball multiple times, which is means you're going to, you're going to take least, multiple, you're going to take multiple shots. Oh, well, until, until either your knee blows out or your neck breaks. Dude, or, I'm dead on the first play. Like, I mean, like <laughs> unless it's like, unless it's like that, uh, what was it? It could be a pitch to the outside for a 10 yard loss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, could, it could be that too. Uh, yeah. I just went off to the sideline. Like, yeah. Try to like, outrun those big motherfuckers. Try to get to the sideline quickly. Like, no dude, you have to go that way. I'm like, I don't know it's what like you're talking about. Roughness. No, I was thinking, uh, it was, what's the, what's the movie with, um, Tom Cruise, where he keeps repeating the same day over and over and over again. End of oh, something. I, 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 I know uh, what you're talking. Uh, end of tomorrow. Uh, something something like, that. like that. I yeah. know what it is. Yeah, yeah he's that, like in like a mech suit and he fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I can't like, remember. What it was like I'm, I'm hoping that this scenario with the, the NFL is not like that, where like if I do die, like I still I wake up and all of a sudden it's like burst <laughs> out. I'm like, ah! <laughs> like ah, goddamn it! I thought I was dead. At least I'm gonna be so, out of this monster. So given given what we talked through, what, what would what would be uh-huh. your choice? This is a really tough one, man. I, I think, honestly, I think that because of the the sustained amount of damage I could take on a full drive in the NFL, 30 seconds with Tyson, I'd have to go with that. Okay. Because I do feel like... You're like, I don't want it would be not 30 se- It wouldn't be 30 it's seconds of Tyson. It would be 0. 0.5 seconds of Tyson. <laughs> because the second that his fist, his uppercut connected with my chin... My head would either pop off with my spine on it and just go that way. Now, given the thirty seconds, though, you could do like the you know, like, home, like the Homer versus Dredrick Tatum, where you just sort of run around in, in circles. And then I'll just get to touch my gun. Yeah. I'm like, until next thing you know, I'm fucking wearing, wearing a helmet to the mailbox for the rest of my life. He <laughs> <laughs> punches you so hard, your spine shoots out of your yeah. ass. That, that's um, a strong possibility. What would you have done? Um, I'm going NFL, oh, really? and only okay. because. Um, you know, uh, given given my size, um, mm-hmm. I think that I could, you know, maybe maybe catch a pass and take a lick and not, and die, not die instantaneously. <laughs> um, I I also think that that having a helmet and pads and, and things on. Yeah. Help, that was the only thing tremendously. That, like, I don't know if it helps um, that much, man. Like these, but, these motherfuckers get hit. Yes. Like, like I you imagine this, like a fucking uh, on the Steelers. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. James Harrison. James Harrison. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking of. If that guy breaks through the line and hits me in my solar plexus, I can be wearing cement around me and I'm going to get hurt. <laughs> like, I can have a cement block encasing me and I'll be like, Ugh! yeah, um, I'm st- I, I, You're still I, taking NFL. Yeah, I'm still taking NFL, man. Wow. Like I was nuts, man. Yeah. So I, I like, I like coming up with like little, little, little scenarios, like, like, like a little, little choose, choose your own adventure. <laughs> I like that. So before we get into uh, our first 
topic, I do want to talk a little bit about um, something somewhat serious. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Something that uh, has been bugging me. And you've done okay, this okay. before, so I feel like I can, you know, I can pontificate slightly. Go for it. Um, it's like so. There's a lot going on right now in the world with um, this the situation with George Floyd and Minnesota, oh, yeah. all the stuff going on. And uh, you know, I don't. I support the police. I, I do. I really think that they have a tough job, and I think that they get a bad rap for the most part because I don't think that. Most cops are like the cops that do the wrong things. We only get exposed to all the people that do the wrong thing, not the people that are doing it right all the time, right? We don't we don't ever hear that kind of stuff. We don't hear about the stories of police, you know, preventing a um, you know domestic violence or something like that. Like those are the kinds of things that we 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 forego. But there are some pieces of shit out there that do the wrong thing, and it does seem like they have a particular target, and that target happens to be brown. So, like, I, I feel like it's it's unfortunate that we live in a society where the 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 racial inequity and and uh, like the thing that was really surprising to me, based on the fact that we have um, we have moments in in history where, as a community, and I mean that it could be the country, it could be a state, it could be the entire world comes together. And, um, you know, kind of commiserates on the same kind of problems. Like 9-11 was a great example of that. When when 9-11 happened, people, you know, they banded together like they had, for lack of a better term, a common enemy. They were like, you know, someone attacked our country and we're not going to take that. And yeah, I mean, matter. they united. We're called the United States of America. You would and think so. That was, in, that, was that was a moment, a, a, a brief moment right. in time where we actually united as a nation. Right. Against one common enemy, right? And and in this in this circumstance, we have you know the coronavirus, and the coronavirus did similar things because we're all stuck inside, we're all stuck wearing masks, we're all stuck. Um, well, it started that way anyway. Yeah, it did. Until, yeah, you until, know, <laughs> people, people got tired of being inside, and they and then, were like, "Fuck this! Stop they, telling me what to do." Then you see a lake party at the Ozarks, and like, <laughs> nothing ever happened in the first place. They're like, "These people are fucking mouth kissing and fucking." Yeah. In the pool. They're like, "Let's fuck everybody." It's like, are you real? Are you trying to spread it? Like, what the fuck is going on here, dude? But, but like, but you're, but the point's exactly right. Like you, they had it, but up until that point, even up until that point, there were still like things happening that were like, I don't know that it was that happened. positive there, there towards were, yeah, one like, common goal. Exactly. Right. right. And, and I just, the thing that just breaks my fucking heart really is that we still have like such racial inequity and racial um, problems in this country. And we said it before we, we made fun of it because we we're talking about Kyle Larson, but we're not like that. And uh, well, I mean, I look at it this way, like 
Yeah, and I appreciate you bringing this up because I, I obviously was thinking about it too. It's really mm-hmm. prevalent in the news right now. No kidding. And, you know, we have a platform to talk about it. Yeah. And I look at it like this, like when it, when it kind of, a lot of people don't, particularly we're, we're two white guys, right? Yep. You know, last time um, I checked, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> we're two incredibly white guys. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you um, why. That was really weird. <laughs> I looked down, I was like, ah! Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, like Soul Man. Hold on, on yeah. oh, oh man! <laughs> um, but the uh, you know, the, I, I think about like the points it touches in your own life, and yeah. you know, some a lot of people don't think about it when it when it doesn't touch their life. You know, um, you know, I have yeah. I have. E- you know, I have relatives in, in parts of this country where, you know, they went to high school and there was one black person in their entire school. You know what I mean? Like, I played like they're state. No, like, <laughs> and so they're not, they, they're not used to hanging out with, with black people. They don't understand black issues. They don't understand black culture. Right. And it immediately judgmental of that, of that. And it's not that they're racist. It's just nothing that they're normally exposed to. Therefore, what they don't understand or care about black issues. Right. We, on the other hand, have had it touch our lives in particular. You know, we were lucky enough to grow up in a place that was, you know, our high school was probably like 70, 30 white to black. I would say that, um, yeah. And, you know, w- you know, we grew up with some of our best friends are, were, were black. black kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like Anthony, the drummer in our band, we've known since fifth Forever. grade. Um, you know, your your niece's boyfriend was, is, yeah. is, is a black kid. Several. Um, my, you know, my, my buddy, yeah. my buddy, Mike. Um, you know, his, uh, his wife, her sister's husband is black or like her nephew is, a, is, is half yeah. black. Kid. So like, work if them, any, yeah, yeah, I mean, like if any, if any of those people <clears throat> had been, had their neck kneeled on by a cop to the point where they died, like I, I would be so upset and, and outraged. Right. And that's where people need to be mm-hmm. at, at uniformly. It, outraged at what occurred because there's no reason that that guy should be dead. No, none. none. Um, and it, whatever he did does not translate to it costing him his life. Absolutely not. Um, and that's what I think the point is that people need to recognize is that, listen, I, you know, I, the same as I, have, as I grew up with, with, with black friends and, and, and black people as part of that, uh, people that I consider family, yeah. um, you know, I have cops that I consider family too. Yeah. people, good, good police officers, people that do the right thing, people that aren't racist, Fun police that, officers that you know, they take you into Camden occasionally, <laughs> <laughs> take you to Phillies games <laughs> and, 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 and then fake pull you over and, and, uh, and scare my, the shit out of you. Dude, one of my, <laughs> one of my favorite things that has ever happened ever. Dude, we, but we, no, can t- we can talk about it at, at, at another, another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point being is, is that the you can't, you know, we can't truly ever understand like the plight of black individuals Never. in this country. Yeah. And the the problem with that is, um, and the societal issue with that is, is that you know, generally speaking white people aren't willing to speak up on behalf of, of black people. And listen, it's not that we don't care about cops is the cops extraordinarily have uh, an incredibly tough job. And there are plenty of police officers out there that do amazing job. And like you said, there's a couple of pieces of shit. You just stop judging people for the, by the uniform that they wear. Exactly. It's like, you can't say all cops are great because they're not, you can't say all, all, all troops are great because nope, they're not. They're soldiers that are pieces, pieces of shit. shit. Yeah. Um, they're, 
they're I mean, like you can't say even say all nurses or doctors are great. You go know, just because they're a nurse or they're doctor. People. My mom is a nurse. She's right. a wonderful angel, like golden wings. The second she dies, oh man! I'm glad you said that. Nurse. You didn't. You didn't like say like that she was but. a piece of shit. And then I have to apologize. I think we get that incredible Hulk music queued up. But there's also nurses that that have euthanized people yeah. in, in hospitals because they because they thought that God told them to do it. Ugh. Like there yeah. there are good people and bad people on. All sides, all sides of things. Absolutely. But this is an extraordinarily um, awful situation where it has to be recognized as 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 truly an earmark in the book of history, mm-hmm. um, where uh, we have to have to speak out and say like this fuck this shit just can't it can't continue to happen like this it no. cannot yeah. and you people are going to be like oh get all you, you know you're going yeah, you, to have the way, you're going to have the white people yeah. to come out and you know, like say like you know uh, you know all lives matter well of course all lives matter you people saying black lives matter isn't them saying that black lives matter more and, than than everybody, everybody else. else they're what they're saying is that black lives should matter as much as everyone exactly else. it should exactly be right. uh, it should be Equal. even even across the board i mean it's because like, we're all human beings and that it, your, your the skin color doesn't make a difference look i'll say from my experience and you know this because you know this is this happened to me in high school yeah you got, I got jumped i got yeah. jumped by eight black guys eight was it eight? That was it. Was like it felt like eight. <laughs> <laughs> felt like the Mike Tyson scenario you just gave to me. But well, like yeah, I, yeah, like you I, got you got your and you, I can confirm this. Like yeah. you were outside a science fair and you got jumped by black kids because you were white. That yeah. was the only reason they beat you up. Either that or you had a shitty science fair project. Yeah, they were like, they were like, like, they were like, but you're like, yo, baking so soda volcano was a bunch of bullshit. Beat the fucking shit out of you. Exactly. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. I'm here to tell you about Chris's bullshit volcano. That's right. So it's me again. I I got an opinion (laughs) on something. Uh, No, but yeah, you, you, you're a perfect example of someone who could, who could harshly judge black individuals because of the color of their skin, because they beat you up because of the color of your skin. And you didn't. And, you know, like I said, you, you know, we've broke, we broke bread with black people. I've lived with, I lived, I've lived with black people. I've invited black people into my home. My parents have invited black people home. Your parents invited black people home, treated them like family. family. And, you know, not enough people in this country do that. Not enough people in this country spend enough time with people that aren't exactly like themselves. Right. They immediately judge them. They stereotype them. They say they are a certain kind of way because of the way that they look. Right. And that is the quintessential. You are judging a book by its cover. I'm sorry. That is ridiculous. Yes. Like here's the deal. We can wrap this part of it up and get back to the funny. I, as somebody who should have every reason to not, you know, uh, you know, like be to, to have the the kind of attitude where I'm like, fuck those motherfuckers. I am not like that. I recognize that there were individuals that actually mistook me. I I guess my mom made a poor choice at the Kmart with a jacket because it was the same jacket as someone they wanted to beat up. I just happened to be short and having that jacket <laughs> and, and white and white, and that was that. That was a that was a trifecta of me getting pummeled by a bunch of people. But well, I mean. I guess I, I, I always look down on my dad for buying me a Niners starter jacket because it was on sale and I wanted a Steelers one and the Steelers one was more expensive. So he bought me, so he wait, so he you bought me, so he got me a like? 49ers one and I was mad about it. But at least I didn't get my ass kicked because of my jacket. Yeah, exactly. People just thought you like Joe Montana. Like, what's going to happen there? <laughs> you, know, like, you know what I mean? That's not so bad. Uh, but the uh, point being is that I don't, I, I mean, like, and I can only say that from my perspective, I think that it's fucked up that people, um, get put in that situation that we have to have 
these rally cries against uh, people that should be protecting and serving our country and, 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 and our, our communities. And I don't know what the answer is. I'll just say that. I don't know that it's like, hey, you have to more have a more rigorous um, screening process for the police. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe if they go through more psychological testing to see really how they lie. Like I think about when I was going to um, go to law school, part of what I did is I went to um, I was I was uh, I worked for the public defender's office and I went through jury selection and jury selection is, by the way, it's not like court. Like it's not like bull that show on like fucking NBC. Jury selection is the most boring thing that you'll ever see. It's like sitting in sitting in the DMV. It sucks because it's like a room full of people that don't want to be there and they're just trying to find a way out. Like, I don't know. I, I'm racist. Is that can I leave now? Like, like I've got work to do. Right. So you're paying me a dollar yeah, yeah, a day. Exactly. You just sequester me for like three months. This is great. It's like fucking coronavirus. It's the equivalent. <laughs> so like you know like it, it's 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 it should have that level of scrutiny, like where you're going to ask them questions that are going to see like how their mind works and how they're going to be influenced by their decision-making process because they have to make a judgment call, right? They have to make a judgment call. I have to be able to say, this is what I'm going to do in this circumstance based on the facts that are in front of me. And if they don't have good judgment like that, we've got a fucking problem. That person should not be a cop. And if that means we have to pay them more and we have to find more reasons for people to like say, yeah, you know what? We need more people like this in this role. Then great. Then fucking do it. But here's the bottom line, man. We shouldn't be doing nothing. And you wonder why people now on the other side of it, I'll just say this. And I really promise we will get back to funny stuff. Oh, we had a little funny in here. We interjected. Um, I don't think it's okay to, to fucking loot. I don't think it's okay to like break into someone's small business and take their stuff. I don't think that's okay. And that's what, that's what the reaction is. And I think that there is a, a subset of people um, on the other side that are cap, that don't give a shit about George Floyd, Floyd dying and just want to capitalize on the opportunity to be able to take free stuff. And well, that's, that's not the, okay. Well, and that's, it, it goes back to the point of like, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. You know, yes. there's going to be good. There's going to be a good and, and bad individuals on all side. And I mean, there's people out there, you know, you, you can't get change unless you um, inflict change, right? You, you impact change, you know, rage against the fucking machine. You yes. know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> you know, but, you know, hey, you know, you burn down a fucking target. You, you're attacking a giant corporation who has billions of dollars. Yep. Uh, they could build a fucking new target. I'm sure um, they have lots of insurance and stuff. But if you, you know. If you burn a, 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 a small business down, they'll never. They, there's a good possibility they can never recover. And, look, and listen, yeah, I, I'm I I tend to take a little, uh, certainly less of a point than um, some people do uh, when it comes to. Uh, I'm all for a riot, but like looting and shit like that is yeah. is is uh, it's it's tough, man, because people. They've run out of options to get attention they, to these types of issues. Say, so they they want they right. want change, and the only the only way that they can <clears throat> inflict change or or impact is through chaos, yeah. um, and anarchy, and the like. That that is that is is someone who is desperate. And I think that there mm-hmm. is a level of desperation with the African-American community in this country to get people to recognize that just shit is not fucking okay. No, And totally. like, 
you know, it, it, it sucks all around. And again, I stated this at the beginning, we'll never truly, even, even if we do have friends that are black or, and have spent time and, and, you know, and lived with those individuals and, and worshiped with those individuals and mm-hmm. eaten with those people and, um, you know, spent significant amount of time with them. We'll never truly understand what it's like to be a black person in America, Never, but you know, I think we can finally start to talk about how some of this, some of the racial inequality in this country is, is, is complete bullshit, regardless of whether, of how blown up it is in the media mm-hmm. or what, whatever it might be. Issues like this still need the attention drawn to them necessary in order for there to be some sort of change. Agree. And, and so um, just to wrap this whole thing up, I just I, like, so I get, um, I have my little MacBook here as we're recording and Apple news comes up. Right. And so it just popped up. I got a little like notification that there was something that happened and they found out um, something very important about, well, first of all, I, I, let me say this. There are reasons that we don't know yet that we don't really fully understand yet. Why? And it doesn't make it right. Let me just say that, that the cop did what he did. Apparently the cop knew the, the, the person that, that he was arresting um, and they worked together for, I think, 10 or maybe even more than that, 12 years at the same restaurant. They worked in the same nightclub. Like there are connections between these two people that may make you think beyond the fact that it's just not like a cop. So this, it, it, I'm not saying it makes it better, but it makes me feel a little bit better to think this person may have had a personal vendetta against this other person. Like he may have done that knowing that he's going to injure him. It may still make, he's still a piece of shit. But like at the very least, we know that he had, there's some other connections that we're not quite aware of. And the thing that just popped up that I didn't know was he was part of the NWO. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You're such an asshole. (laughs) We got to get back to the funniest Uh, stuff, boy. Come on. No, but all the stuff that I just said about him, like actually having a relationship, that's actually legit. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, personal vendetta or not, uh, you know, using using your power as a police officer to garbage. end someone's life is, regardless of the situation, is is, it's is awful. Garbage. And you know the 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 hard word that's out there right now is control. Yeah. Um, and you know you hear it a lot with the government, you know, keeping us indoors and, mm-hmm. and making us uh, wear masks when we go outside, and and you know keeping the level of where we're allowed to go and when, um, you know, as well as, you know, these types of issues, controlling issues with, you know, the police and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. It's, it's tough. It's a, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to deal with. It's a hard thing to talk about, mm-hmm. but the more we can kind of like work through these types of issues and put, put, you know, kind of like positive vibes out there of, of, of right. the best way to deal with it, the, the, the better off we'll be because not talking about it, um, is is the wrong thing to do. Agree. And, you know, we know that there are there are good people and there are bad people. Hey, Twitter world, you're <laughs> So, there, that's, this is people are people. That's it. So, that's that's the end of the, 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 the diatribe on that. But just treat each other well, folks. Don't, like, fucking judge each other based on the color of, of people's skins. Talk to people, understand them, and, you know, you should start with a start with assuming people have positive intent and they are that they're doing the that they're just trying to live just like you 
and not get fucking a crippling fucking lung disease, <laughs> a viral infection. Uh, they all want the same shit. So anyway, all right. So now moving on, moving on from there, um, we get to uh, yeah, fuck tales, which our topic <laughs> randomizer picked fuck tales, uh, which is, uh, you know, because uh, yet again, I said before, we are mere slaves to the topic randomizer. The topic <laughs> randomizer does what the topic randomizer just going to fucking do. And it picked fuck tales, sexual bloopers. And Kevin and I both have fucking doozies apparently. Cause Kevin's got one. What did you say? The name of yours? Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture Glass Prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price is called oh uh mine is entitled the time i almost died trying to get laid well that's that's <laughs> gonna be interesting if you're not tuning in for that i, don't know I think you get- i think when we when, when this came up in the in the topic randomizer in the last podcast it, it was actually i think it was like uh it was like um it was like bloopers and sexual conquests yeah. and i said listen every one of my stories if this when this comes up in the topic randomizer is going to be oh. one of 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 blooper i already changed it to only <laughs> topic randomizer has been modified because ultimately like you said it you said it too and i'm like yeah why the fuck would we be like so then i was fucking these nine girls <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and the dixie chicks blew, <laughs> and blew everybody yeah, exactly um yeah so um I, I I wanted to preface it with that, you know, it's yeah. it's not going to be a situation where we're like, oh yeah, totally did all these crazy things, because no, yeah. because the 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 bloopers are far more frequent and far more fun. Yeah, it's not like um, it's not like, hey, I fucking I blew some girl's spine out because my dick it pierced through her uterus and <laughs> broke her pelvis. <laughs> it's like that's it's not like, going to be. No, it, first of all, no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and second of all, oh yeah, Kevin, but well, why is this girl in the wheelchair here? It's like. It's like <laughs> um but yeah so uh i think that uh you went first last time yeah you're up you were up in the barrel my friend so I, as i, I say it before your- it was the time i almost died trying to get laid in this is <laughs> this is my my magnum opus right, this is my, <laughs> this bring is, it baby this we're is, ready to go this is this is my swan song so oh lord uh, yeah as i said previously like i wasn't like the the best looking dude in high school I, if you saw my my senior uh, uh, high school picture and the yearbook, yearbook picture, I, I look like Buzz from Home Alone. Yeah. I can <laughs> confirm that, folks. Without the red, without without the red hair, I had like the, <laughs> the box flat top haircut. Um, it's 1994, man. What do you want from me? Um, like I said before, like I played sports. I didn't excel at any of them. Like if I was a superhero, I would be mediocre man. Yes. Like yeah. the, the worst superhero yes. of all yes. times. Yes. Tolerable guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like average at a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I had a decent amount of friends and one of them was, uh, Ted Campbell. Oh, Ted. And, uh, sure. Ted 
was like the bizarro version of me in high school. He's like six, five jacked Avalon lifeguard tight end for the football team. Like super nice guy became one of our good friends. Hey, let me see if they could be live when uh, we, could be, we could be live when you're in here. So Kevin's just telling us. So we're I'm telling a story so of how I almost died. First time on the podcast, Colleen. I'm, I'm not now, here. I'm not here. I'm here to heckle. You can heckle. You're, you're, you're well, heckling. heckle away. You want to pull up a chair? Sit down. Um, so, so, um, so you're saying, anyway, you're, so Ted Campbell, th- this kid was, oh, by the way, Ted Campbell. If you're listening, motherfucker, don't forget, I beat you in basketball. I am a fucking shrimp. You're 6'5", and I hit a three over you, and you're like, oh, rematch. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> he just decided not to defend me. It was his fucking mistake. It was, he made that mistake. Well, I mean, you you called your shot, and you hit it. And I hit it. And you walked off. <laughs> you were like, you're like no, no rematches. Yeah, you're like, no taking backsies. <laughs> no taking backsies. Yeah. But like... Yeah, he was like a, a super nice guy. He became one of our good friends. Yep. Went to Phillies games all the time. Oh, yeah. Drink it, underage drinking at your parents' house. When, yeah. Oh, when, yeah. Because Chris's parents' house, what Chris, Chris's parents' house was like the drinking spot. And this is one of the things that made your parents awesome. Hold so, on. Drinking spot, smoking spot, drinking <laughs> spot. <laughs> the, the scene of many, many, many debaucherous events. We've, I've had to apologize for constantly. But um, the best part of it was is that like when we were underage, your parents would be like, because this, this is like when we were like 18, 19 yeah, years old, yeah, yeah. 17, 18, 19. So we're on the and cusp. We, so we, we would come to your house and you had an older sister and brother and mm-hmm. they would buy us booze. Yeah. Um, and your parents had a deal. It was like, listen, you stay here. You can do whatever you, everybody crashes here. Like leave your key. We get your keys. You can't go anywhere. Right. You're staying here. If you want to, if you want to drink, fine. And then yeah. and little that, did they know that that was the, the keys to doing a whole lot of other things. <laughs> they realize that we're, they're like, stay here. We're going to go to bed at eight. We're like, hell yeah. Break out the Coke. It wasn't that bad. It was, it was, there's a reason I'm, I'm setting the okay. stage for like his size and his social standing yeah. because it's yes. important to the story. Yes. He's like, a, he's like a Ken doll. Yes. Yeah. So the summer after, um, our sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I am, let's see, uh, 18, 19, maybe 19 then. Um, well, well no, cause well, sophomore, sophomore year of college. So I was, we well, turned, I turned 18 my freshman you year. Been 19, so, yeah, so you've been 19. So I was 19. September. Yeah. So it was 19. Um, so I had only gotten laid once at this point. Okay. Like, like I said before, late bloomer over here. Yes, I lost yes. my virginity at 19. So, um, but I did happen to get into drugs in college, which caused me to lose a lot of weight. Yeah, um, that happens. And um, I also grew my hair out. Like I had crazy long hair. I remember that shit. Um, so, well, like, by the way, I also. You scorched the earth. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord scorched the earth after that. He was like, you can have long hair for this so, amount of time. And like, like I. I, I grew a couple inches, like right. I said before. You, like late bloom, like, like started things, you, you things start, started coming together a little bit. Kevin um, was in bloom. So that summer, you know, we hung out with Ted quite a bit, but he, he was an Avalon lifeguard. So he, he would take me to life lifeguard parties and I couldn't be more invisible to these people. <laughs> like, it's like the, like the most tan jacked, beautiful people at the, at the J- South Jersey shore beaches in the summer. And, and me who looked like Kurt Cobain's pudgy younger yeah, brother, you're like a- I look like, Bert Cobain. 
<laughs> you were like you were, you were like you were like a homeless guy rolling into Gattaca. <laughs> like the perfect genetics happening in there. Like, like this, like this. And, they, and they're looking at me like, did someone call an electrician? Like, <laughs> like, like they're like, hey, you can put the pizza over there. You're yeah, like, oh, exactly. Fuck off. But so anyway, um, he. The point is, is that like. Hanging out with this dude, uh, it was I, I was definitely like out kicking my coverage oh, by, by, yeah. by, by by hanging out with him. So one day we go to this party and it was at somebody's house in Stone Harbor or Avalon, and there was actually people there that we knew from school, from high school, mm-hmm. um, and like some other people that we didn't know. Um, and you weren't at this particular party, okay. um, but I met a girl there and we hit it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was friends with a girl that we went to high school with. Okay. Um, and uh, things are going well. Um, and me and Tag came there together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this girl that we went to high school with and this other girl that, that, I'm, that I'm hitting it off with um, came there together. So the four of us leave together. So I was about to say, did we you like, do you try to like do the, uh, the move where you like try to separate her from all the hot guys? Like let's go outside, <laughs> hang out on the porch, well, this, let's this, go walk on the beach, get away from all that. Well, it's funny you say that because we, we went for a walk on the beach. Um, yes. So score. Um, so we, we go for a walk on the beach and said to the state tag and this other girl are not hooked hooking up at all. They're not interested in each other at all. Mm-hmm. They're like strictly wingmen at this point. They're, right. they're doing the good duty for their two friends yes. who were there to, who were hitting it off. And they're there strictly to they're like sexual work. Yeah, 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 that's, that's awesome. They're, they're working for both of us. All right, right, right. So, yeah. so we go for a walk on the beach and we're talking and we're hitting it off and it's fun and whatever. And it, it's getting late. It's late at night. I mean, it's after midnight. Yeah. yeah. So, this girl is staying at one of the campgrounds mm-hmm. that's offshore. So if you've ever been to the Jersey shore, you have the, you know, the beach towns yep. um, that are on the islands and then <laughs> offshore you have like the, where the locals are. And then you have like campgrounds and stuff where people, people stay and, mm-hmm. and camp and, and, and are able to go to the beach and stay at the campgrounds is much cheaper to do it that way. Yep. Um, so this girl stay at, stay at the campground. So she's like, we should go back and hang out at, you know, our spot, we have friends there. We have, we got beers there. We'll go hang out there. And I'm like, cool. The, totally. The, the fucking, like, yeah. The, the, fucking, the, the poison's curdling in your yeah. balls. You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> like, hell yeah. Like, no, it just sounds like, like wherever you want to go. She's yeah. like, let's go. Let's go. Like, I'm rocket. I don't give a shit. So, so we're she's like, the problem is, is that, uh, we can't go into the campground. We can't bring guests into the campground after, a certain time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know if it was after 10 PM or after midnight, either way it was after that time. So like, we cannot, br- we can't bring you in there. Um, they, they have like a guard station. They check <laughs> your ID when you go in there. Cause they don't want any just riffraff going in there and robbing the place, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, they sure. like there. so, um, you know, they check your IDs, they check to see that you're staying there. You have mm-hmm. like a parking pass and all that stuff. So like, we can't, mm-hmm. you know, you, we can't bring you in there after a certain time. So they're like, here's our idea. Will you and Tag get in the trunk of uh, this girl's car, and we'll sneak you into the? So wait, hold on a minute. Tag, who's six five, <laughs> like two fifty, two fifty, yes, and me, and who's still kind of fat. Is this is this a <laughs> and now, and now is, is this a suburban that you're putting no, in the trunk of? This is a 1993. Or maybe even earlier than that, the 1990 Chevy Nova. So Google what a 1990 Chevy Nova looks like. Now, oh, look now like that. a 1970 yeah. Chevy Nova is like a bigger car yeah. with a bigger truck. Look it's up a 1990, 1990 Chevy, Chevy Nova. Nova. All right, I'm take, take a look. Here. And 
look at the size of the trunk. And if oh. you look at uh, one what of the, the fuck? yeah, so one of the yeah, let's see, yeah, let's take a look. So it looked like that one. This one right here. Yeah. So you've tried to fit in that trunk no, peg. We did get in the trunk. <laughs> How? Did you guys fucking, did you put your fucking bodies? To, to, to so, listen, listen it, it, desperate times call for desperate measures. Well, right? listen, I have to take a poison <laughs> fucking curl and you're like, I don't give a shit, I'll sit on the roof. I'll be underneath the car like this, like fucking, what's his name? Like, like, uh, like Robert De Niro and Kate Fear. Dude, like, underneath sh- like, strap me to the hood like fucking Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Just get me in there somehow. Yeah. So, so <laughs> we get in the trunk of this car. We're getting like contortionists, uh, like 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 uh, like a like a magician, you, like a magician stuffing a girl in the here. I'll put my arm here. <laughs> so this this giant of a man and me, uh, this this pudgy Burt Cobain, get get into the fucking <laughs> trunk of this car and start driving uh, uh, from the beach to this campground. How far is it? That's about six seven miles. Oh, it's not that bad. So uh, 10, 15 minutes. Okay. So. We're on the way there. We're about three quarters of the way there. Mm-hmm. And the girl is driving, um, who was the girl that we had gone to high school with. Mm-hmm. Um, she decides that she's going to take us for a little joy ride uh, on, on the way to the campground. So they come up with this hilarious idea that they're going to toss us around in the trunk by jerking the wheel back and forth um, and give us a little jostling in the trunk of the car. Oh, that sounds so like a great idea. We, Can I borrow some Red Bull? <laughs> Can I borrow? Uh, I, borrow? That, <laughs> I'll give back to you. you got, Colleen's, got, Colleen's got the same energy as anyone, the, ki- the kids that came down. Oh, you have a full drink. You're fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> all right. I'll bring it back. Well, what what are fine. Keep it. Bring it back I'll, I'll bring some ice. It's full. All right, well, bring me some ice, motherfucker. <laughs> dude, she has the same... Uh, the, the funny thing is, like, the... That's why I need walls and a door <laughs> with a lock. <laughs> so then people that want to like come down and be like, ah, and an alarm. Said, they want to got all that shit stuff out there. That's why. And an alarm and a gun. And a gun. <laughs> yes. And a guard, so, and a bouncer. So she ultimately decides that she's going to give us a little jostling in the trunk oh, of the car. Nuts. So she starts yanking the wheel back and forth. Mm-hmm. And of course, what do you think happens? She loses control of the car. Oh, no. So we're on this dark road. It's nothing but like woods and field on, on the side. So this is a big like farm field on the right side of the car. So when she loses control, the car goes up this embankment mm-hmm. into this field oh, no. and is plowing through this field. And we're just bouncing around in the back of this car. I mean, just like we have no idea what's going on. In the yeah, like, the car. You, you we, think just heard, like, we are just screeching at the tires and then just just bouncing. Yeah, for all you so, know that these guys are getting chased by like fucking what, we, <laughs> we we ultimately what we thought was that they somehow like lost control of the car and the car's rolling at this point because we're in the trunk of the car you have no idea. and it's just jostling all around. Right. Um so they come through this field and literally cuz they went up in a embankment uh-huh. to come through the field, they jump back down and like basically like dukes a hazard down off of this field and when they land in the street the front axle snaps so the left tire oh, the left front tire my god folds under the car like like uh, remember at the end of back to the future yes. when he like the oh, yeah, yeah, tire fold yeah, and then they, they fly and yeah, 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 yeah. we're going we don't need roads yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well you apparently need roads you need wheels too apparently you need both so we so the car Slides across the embankment and then lands in a ditch on the other side of the road. Right. So we have 
no idea what the fuck is going on. Um, oh God! And uh, so we have no idea what the fuck is going on. And uh, Teg had completely blacked out. He blacked out. He got knocked out from he, the. No, he no, He just. He fell asleep. Like, he had no idea what was going was on. Like getting rocked to sleep. Fre- what the fuck's going on? He like freaked out past that. Like he just like like oh, oh. He, like like, like, oh. like like he, like, he like, the passed the fuck out. Huh. Like because we were just like we the, it felt like the car was rolling endlessly. Um, right. So he probably then, like he was going one, into shock. So yeah, he went into shock and passed out. I was up the whole like lucid the whole. So we're we're in this ditch. The car finally settles. We're in this ditch, and I'm like I grab hold of him and I'm shaking him and I'm like, "Get dude, wake up, wake up!" I'm like, "They've wrecked the car." All I'm thinking of is the car's going to explode. That's all I'm thinking. Like, in, in my mind, it rolled and like it, it's going to fucking blow up at any point. Right. So we start like kicking the trunk of the car from the inside, mm-hmm. and the girls in the front seat were like hugging each other after they totally wrecked the car right. completely forgot that we were in like the trunk of the car and like and then like oh yeah we got to go let them out once we start kicking the fucking trunk of the car mm-hmm. we get out like tag like literally gets out on all fours and is like kissing the road like Thank like, God like i can't believe that we're alive right now and we're like looking at this like mess of a car mm-hmm. of and it's just like axles fucking snap or in a ditch. And like, we went through a fence, uh, in the field and I'm like pointing at the, I'm like pointing the fence. I'm like, Holy shit. And as I'm pointing, I see blood dripping from the end of my finger. Uh-huh. And I'm like, look at my hand. Like, there's nothing bleeding. And then like, I turn my arm over and go like this. Uh, and that right there, blood just sprays out of my the end of my, ah. my elbow. So like the crux of my elbow, I have a enormous it's a big gash. Yeah. So there's blood pouring, literally pouring out of my arm, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Uh-oh. Like we need to get in the hospital. We yeah. need help, medical now. attention immediately. So <laughs> they end up, we end up walking back to the campground. And well, did you do the, like, the, the post-apocalyptic thing where like you rip your shirt and you're like, Oh yeah, that's exactly what happened. No shit. Like, like, <laughs> no way. To, to, uh, they took, there was a, a t-shirt in the car. Yep. They literally like tied it around my arm, yes. like a, like a tourniquet. Yep. And we start walking back to, to the car and like, <laughs> it's like his t-shirt tied around my arm and I'm still like trying to kick game to this girl. You're like, so, so <laughs> totally survived that. What's next? Yeah. Like, you it know, makes you think, you know, you really need to take advantage of opportunities. To make, you know, life is short. We probably should. Uh, <laughs> my life is incredibly short based on the amount of that I'm bleeding right now. Yeah, right. I, 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 gotta, I gotta get this nut out before I so, die. <laughs> so we walk back to the campground. There's another kid that we actually went to, to high school with that, that, that's there. He's, sta- he's also staying in the campground. Mm-hmm. And this was like in the early days of cell phones. They ended up getting in touch in, in touch with them. And he comes out and meets us because mm-hmm. we can't, like I said, we can't, can't go to the campground. Right. So they drive us um, uh, back to Tag's house. Mm-hmm. So we go to Tag's house and uh, we go into the house. And it's like, at this point, it's like two in the morning. Ugh. Wake up his mom. Um, tell her what happened. We tell her we got. Tell her we got. All we told her is we got in a car accident and Kevin and Kevin's, Kevin's cut. 
Yeah. And she's like, takes me in the bathroom. She's like, let me take a look at it. I'm like, it's not bad. I just need like a bandage. Um, and she's like, and I'm like, stand like with my arm, like straight out. Uh-huh. And she's like, bend your arm. And I bend my arm and it literally smiles. <laughs> like it makes a mouth. Oh, oh no. Out of my arm. Like just a waterfall of blood out she's of my like, arm. Yeah. And she goes, ah, you're going to the hospital right now. So we call my parents. Parents wake up. This is two after two o'clock in the morning. My mom, uh, so I'm supposed to be staying at Teg's house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've been in an accident. Like, this is the first words out of my mouth, like a fucking asshole to my mom at like two thirty. Oh, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> so, so Say, we should have started with, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I'm like, so Teg's mom gets on the phone and she's like, he's okay. He's got a really nasty cut on his arm bleeding really bad. Just got to go to the hospital. We're going to take him to the hospital. You can meet us there. Right. So they take me to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Now the hospital that we go to, um, is Burdette Tomlin Memorial is known as Burdette Tomlin Memorial hospital at the time. I'm, I'm aware of that. Um, place. At, at, at the, at what we all called it was Burdette. Yeah. Uh, because it was one of the worst hospitals ever. It was um, bad. And, um, my mom worked there. For- the been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. For a period of time, your mom works worked there for a yeah. period of time. Hell yeah, um, she totally did. It's a it's a it's it's, it's a it's fucking not the best hole. place. It's, it's not the best place you want to go to. At, at least at the that. time it was. It's now it's like Cape May Regional or some, uh, some it's, shit it's, like it's, that. I'm sure. Listen for those that are listening. If you work at Burdett. <laughs> to be Burdette, your shit's fine but back in the day Dude. it was like fucking dr nick hi everybody yeah exactly so it was like they're literally sending me to the morgue basically yes exactly it's like so <laughs> we get there get to the emergency room meet my parents there mm-hmm. they take they look at my arm they're like you need a lot of stitches yeah so they take me back i literally they put, put me in a chair they put my arm up on a tray like elevate my arm a mm-hmm. little bit try to stop the bleeding it takes 45 minutes before a doctor comes in and sees me. Jesus Christ. I bled so much that I filled the tray, like the tray that my arm was in, filled with blood, and it was running onto the floor. Holy um, shit. Dude, dude what there's, the a, there's a huge, like, if you look at your arm, there's a huge, like, vein mm-hmm. that runs right here. And I, like, cut and went right over it. Yeah. So it was Did they not, like, like, fucking gauze it up so or something? I'm, like, fucking bleeding out. Yeah, you're, you're all white. You're, you look like you got drained by a vampire. Yeah. Like, what the fuck happened to this they guy? They finally come in. They had to, like, it was cut so bad that they actually had to give me stitches on the inside. Oh, they had to like, sew yeah. up the inside oh, yeah. and then sew up the outside. Yep. And. Uh, that's how the story ends. That was it. That was it. It was, it was me getting stitches at three o'clock in the morning. And that's how, that's how, uh, it ended me trying to get laid and I almost died. And guess what kids? It ended in me not getting laid. I never saw that girl again. (laughs) I don't remember what her name is. I, 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 I just remember almost dying. And, and of course the, 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 all of what ensued before that. So right. 
this is how powerful the pussy is, is because I was willing to get in a trunk of the car with a tight end from Middlebury College. Yeah, exactly. Who's, who's, who's bigger than almost everyone. Yes, I but everyone, like, literally, you got in there with like fucking Gollum. And, like, like a, and they drove that car off a fucking cliff. By the way, what you probably don't realize is that Tank probably fucked both those girls while you were in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like, now that Kevin's gone, <laughs> yeah. I think that this is a very traumatic experience. He's like, hey, ladies. <laughs> what I didn't realize is like, I imagined all of it. He just hit me, he just hit me in the head with like a fucking tire iron. <laughs> and yeah. fuck, the, fuck both of those girls yeah. around. He hit you with a tire and you, you fell on a rock and cut your arm. He's like, oh, we were in a trunk car. You're like, we were? <laughs> I don't really remember the story. I just remember, I told my parents that, because my mom's like, what the, how the fuck did you get that cut on your arm? And I, told him my arm went through the back window mm-hmm. of the car and yeah. that super didn't happen no um and it wasn't until years later where we finally told like you know, fessed up. like what was it like happened. forensic files she's like, <laughs> like that doesn't make sense so how i got the cut was um the uh inside the trunk are the trunk hinges oh yeah and my yeah. arm when we were bouncing right. around in the yeah. field my arm went up. i never felt it obviously because of the trauma it, we were going through it was a clean metal cut Right, it was adrenaline, it was like, a like just happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah you went. Yep, yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Like I didn't you. even know it was cut until I saw the blood. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. So sorry. So Kevin did not get laid. Um, so but, that is my that is my. I guess it would be a non fuck tale. No, it's a it's a, it's a fuck tale because you were trying to get fucked. So like again, what I said before is I think that like sometimes when we do the topic randomizer, you don't know how you're going to interpret it. Like the last time we did it, like you thought hate music music to hate listen to was I have to listen. I like it sort of. Um, right. but, but I hate myself. For I hate myself to listening to it. Where I was like, "This is going to <laughs> ruin your life." Shit. And the best part about that is, you did send me a text. You were like, "Slide, slide, slide." I was like, "Yes." <laughs> I was like, "I'm going to slide a fucking razor blade across my <laughs> yeah. wrist from my shoulder all the way down." Yeah, I don't blame you because that fucking song stinks. Um, now, mine. I got to be honest. When I thought of this topic, I came up with more adventures than I care misadventures than I care to admit. Right. Like, I won't say how many, but I did have enough to fill up. Like a stinko de Mayo bracket, three <laughs> mouth trumpers, and a bench of understudies in case I need a few like, backups. That girl didn't need any teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, God, Lord. So I did land on a tale of uh, sexual misadventure that I like to call Garbage Girl. So I believe you you may have been there for this or not. So correct me if I'm wrong, Kev. You'll know this is way, way back in the days of living okay. in Philadelphia, right? It was a Saturday night. We had just played one of our many gigs at Doc Watson's. I can't remember exactly everybody that was with us, but I'm pretty sure it was Desiderata, um, our pal Bill, better known as Kind Bud Bill in the uh, in the world, and, and a smattering of our fans that wanted to come out and hang out. And we decided that we wanted to continue our evening festivities in one of the fine, many fine after-hours clubs that we could get into in the city. And uh, I, I really, like, I can't remember, if I'm being dead honest, which one we landed at. Was it was it the one above Doc Watson's? Because there was I one think, above Doc Watson's. That, that was like, yeah, no, 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 it wasn't that one. Okay. Because the one that we went to, there was some weird stadium-like seating. Like, there was, like, bleachers almost to a degree. I, okay. I, I, I only remember that because part of the story includes those bleachers. So now, when we played at the Cedarada show, you can you can back me up on this. Sobriety was not an option. That wasn't happening. The amount of booze and drugs floating around those shows would make fucking Amy Winehouse uncomfortable. She'd be like, "Dude, you gotta fucking slow it down." You know, like we got after it hard, right? And and, and always, but to our credit, we kept it all, all, you know together on stage most of the time. Point oh, yeah. being, rolling. In we got invited back, so yeah, yeah. They were like, "You're the house band." We're like, "All right." I'm like, "Okay." 
So we must have had the right formula of something going on. But none of us were close to sober going to this after hours club, not surprisingly. But you know, and if and if it seems like I'm setting myself up to be excused from like terrible decision making, just wait because I'm not. All right, like this is (laughs) so. So, you know, back in those days, and, and again, I think that you can back me up here. Uh, I was fearless when it came to striking like up conversations with women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We would, we, you were like, uh, we, we, we called you like recon. No, we, Mojo. Mojo. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Cause we would just like send you in to like a group of girl. Like, it would be like me and Jay and like, like, uh, Anthony and Damien and Mickle, like all the guys in the band or, or like whoever we were hanging out with, yeah. uh, Aaron Kozak or any of those yeah, guys. Well, those guys yeah. And it was like, and we would just like say, like, like say, Send him in. Here goes send Mojo in. That's right. I was like a scout. I'm like, hey, ladies, come on back. So, and my swagger is very likely unjustified. I get it. But like, hey, sometimes you got to ride that wave of self awareness, self assuredness into some hot situations. I was like, listen, you, 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 you carry yourself with confidence. Yes, right. And, and I think, but can't be sure. This is one of the times I took one of those homemade pills that Bill made. You know, like. And I think it was supposed to be like ecstasy, but who knows? Like, I, and I know what you're all thinking. Oh, I didn't know Bill was a chemist. Well, the reason <laughs> you didn't know that's because he's not one. So, so I just see, I, I know, I know what pills you're talking about. Yes, because it, it was, and it, I don't think it was Bill, but it was somebody that Bill knew. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe and, it wasn't and, Bill, that did and it yet. was, but they were cut with like WD forty or something like that. It had like a and weird they taste, and they tasted terrible, but they worked incredibly well. They did. <laughs> But it's another hallmark of our youth. It's like oh, really, yeah. really bad decision making. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's like it was like bathtub gin. Yeah, except, I mean, in, like, the, except in the form of MD, MDMA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so sober people like kind of refer to their their bodies as a temple. Ours were more like dilapidated crack houses. <laughs> so like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, I was real fucked up. I remember that, and I know I was fucked up because at that time I had this is long past where I stopped. I had smoked cigarettes. And I was smoking cigarettes. If you see me smoking a cigarette. That's when you know I'm particularly wasted. <laughs> like, yeah. And the next morning I wake up, I'm like, ah, God. <laughs> so, you know, we're at this club, music's bumping, and then out of nowhere in the stadium seating, that's where I saw her. There's this redheaded girl, this pink sequin dress, just looking at me. And the first comparison that came to mind was Shirley Manson from Garbage. Uh, she had it all, like trashy, like cigarette smoking, ripped fishnet stockings. I'm like, I'm going to fuck the shit <laughs> out of this girl. So that was all I needed to see. I rolled up on her, I started kicking game. Right? Wait, hold on. Did she turn out to be a, a, a giant, uh, stinky Indian woman? <laughs> no, she was not. She was not my friend from uh, yeah, the square jawed lady that that. I'm like, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you could. That, that uh-huh. she could yeah, she could. Apache Chief returns. <laughs> yeah, she was not the girl that could reach into a second floor window from the from the ground. Remember Jimmy Taylor? <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't female yeah. George Muir song. Yeah, dude, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I'm not like I, you guys think I'm exaggerating. Like when I woke up, I felt like I was my child laying on me because <laughs> that size difference of my small child on my body. That's the difference. Oh man! So, well, I'm sure she felt the same. Yeah, she wasn't like, God damn! So like, I fucking, I fucking barely, barely, I went into the Shire last night. Yeah, exactly. Grab this fucking Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did give her a, a, sol- a solid deep digging, so I'm happy about that. I mean, I wasn't happy with the results because I was like, ah, but, uh, but anyway, I, I started talking to her. We, you know, we we're going back and forth, and she was like, you know, I was wasted. She was wasted. And then I started talking about the band. I'm like, we're in a band. We just played Doc Watson's. And that ramped up like the, like the ca- casual flirting into her biting my ear and telling me, you want to come back to my house? 
I don't think I even said goodbye to you guys. I was like, I am fucking <laughs> out of here. I just bounced her on my arm and off we went to some place on like near South Street. I think it was like second and Catherine or something like that or third and Catherine. And, uh, uh, so we, we, we get there. She offers me a drink. I sit on the couch and then she busts out an acoustic guitar. Unfortunately, the drink wasn't strong enough to, to mask how bad of a musician she was. She may have looked like Shirley Manson, but she had music like Charlie Manson. <laughs> it was not good. Her music was garbage. So, you know, just droning, whinging, slow, couldn't stand a fucking beat to save her life. It was beautiful. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're you're on ecstasy. You're like you're like want something like yeah, exactly. And she's like she's like <laughs> we were on different drug levels for sure. It, I muscled through it. Then I was like, here, give me the guitar, and I started playing stuff. And obviously, I, I know how to play guitar. I was just saying, here, give me here, give me the guitar, and you hit like El Cabong. Yeah, honky tonk man. Yeah, yeah. Like, ran the fuck out of there. Yeah, well, no, I mean, like, I still, I still had, I still had fucking, I had a bubble and brew downstairs. Oh, yeah, I, mean, right, I didn't right, do like extract. Oh, I was like, put me in the trunk of a car? Sure. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to play this guitar and then hopefully that's going to turn us the quarter from her playing her shitty music and trying to like impress me to us having sex. Um, so, and it was like, so I played a couple songs. Next thing you know, it's on. She, like she slowly slinks out of her dress and I got to be honest, what I saw and it haunts me to this day, I'll never forget it. She had these weird tits, right? And they were small and that wasn't the problem with them. That, that was okay. You may ask, what was the problem? Well, it looked like someone shot each of her individual breasts with buckshot. There's like all these like <laughs> oh, dots. Imagine your car, imagine your, car uh, your car rims. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank you. And the buckshot. There's a weird buckshot pot marks all over them. Did that deter me though? Oh hell no. Well, of course not. I, if I could leg out fucking yeah square jaw hair pants, <laughs> I could totally square jaw. <laughs> I could totally. I could handle some bang up tea, banged up titas. I'm fucking all right. So I grabbed a condom. Started in towards I the goal line. Square jaw hair pants. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not thinking right. Who lives in a giant house under the sea? Square yeah. jaw, jaw hair Who won't pants. leave you alone until you have another girlfriend? <laughs> yes. 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 Sorry, continue. Yes, yeah. <laughs> who's who's <laughs> who's tall as a house and maybe tall as a tree? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was fucking monstrous. So but I got I got out I like I grabbed a condom, started in towards the goal line. I was like ready to go, right? But she needed to get some. She said, Hold on a second. I was like, whatever, right? So she comes back in the room with hospital restraints, like the kind that you strap people oh, down yeah. to the bed. Yeah. Yeah. And she asked yeah, me to put them awesome. on her, oh, put them you. on her arms, and then stick it where the sun didn't shine. Ah. So I wanted me to, this is a girl that I just met, and she was like, let's go skip right from kissing oh. to anal <laughs> in hospital restraints. <laughs> right? And look, I mean, like, I was in a spot mentally where I was like, all right, whatevs. You know, like, it didn't slow me down one bit. Like, the bullet was in the proverbial chamber, so it had to come out. That's what you need a bullet, so... Thankfully, she had some lube, and so I didn't need to prime the pump or anything. Like, like stick my thumb in there, and I lubricated, pulled back on those hospital restraints, like, a, like I was like fucking riding a buck, you know, like and fucking got right down to some dirty ass business. After I got uh, the poison out and pulled out, I went to the bathroom to get rid of the bag, you know, like and and there was shit all over my dick. <laughs> so the, deservedly so, yeah. The business ended up being a lot dirtier than expected, apparently, and I. I drilled into some dry land and there was oil in there in their hills. <laughs> I didn't even realize. So if you remember earlier when I stated that, like I'm not just setting my- I feel like after this story, you should be a lot skinnier and a lot less alive. 
Well, I was wearing a condom, so that's yeah. Otherwise, you probably are right. So now, I said earlier, I wasn't like trying to like give myself excuses to walk my way out of stupidity because right. obviously I did some dumb shit there, and being fucked up was the reason why I got there. Uh, I got her number, and we hooked up several more times. <laughs> Even with shit on my dick. <laughs> uh, she was a weird chick. She insisted oh, on calling me daddy. Wait, was this the girl that was like weirdly underneath the coffee table at your house the one that time? That was a different girl. That was oh. a bartender from where I, where I was a chef. Yeah, she, she smoked weed and she smoked like one of the... So, so this is a... a, a, oh, wait, a that might be a different... That, that might be a different... I know, I'm not going to go into it. I'm just saying like... I'm just saying like just as a, as a, a cap on that. That is a scenario where if you are uh, not a weed smoker, you don't jump into kind bud bill fucking land. You don't like go right for the fucking the, the, the top of the mountain. This guy has like literally you could smell this weed through buildings. Like how strong it was. And, like she was like, oh, I'll try it. Next thing you know, she was underneath our. our yeah, our she was like table. underneath the coffee table making like weird noises and like I remember, like we were laughing our asses off, making fun of you because, like, you were like kind of sort of seeing this girl, dating yeah, I was, her. I was like, having sex with her. You know, yeah. she, she was. You were hooking up with her on the regs. Like you brought her around more yeah. than one time. It was more than one time. And we were we were like pissing our pants laughing because we're like this girl is the fucking weirdest, and she was just like thrashing around. Dude, she was speaking the table. in tongues. Yeah, exactly. She was speaking <laughs> in tongues underneath my table. And <laughs> the odd part is like so like I. That was like kind of like the capper because she was already kind of annoying. She was like this New York girl and she was hot. Like she was really hot. But, and that's why like I overlooked a lot well, of yeah, other things. This is the thing where you realize where the, where the decision-making comes in. Yeah. Um, you know, like, You're bouncing girl, it like, out. The, like the girl that gets poop on your dick or the girl that speaks in tongues under your table in front of your friends. And you go, you know what? I'm not going to send this person home. Right. Yeah. You're like, you know what? I could, but then I, I would saw not. Yes. Also the other side. Well, so this is, and this is the, the challenge of men because men get in situations where like ladies, all they have to do really do, you know, is like, you could be like, ah, I don't know. I really, we shouldn't be doing this. We, I don't like you so much. They zip to unzip to your zipper and start sucking your dick. You're like, well, all right, you're all right. You're, good. you're like, you can, t- you turn the corner pretty quick. <laughs> you get your dick sucked. Um, but if that wasn't a sexual blooper, I don't know what was like. We, we, that was a fucking, yeah, that's, that's, that's a weird chick. Yeah. That you, uh, you, br- you brought around some gems. Um, I did. I yeah. Couple. Yeah. It was, uh, it was usually, you, you had a, you had a pretty, pretty good, uh, plan. It was like, send you in, find a girl. She's kind of hot. Kind of weird. Yep. Bring him back. <laughs> place, place I did have a lane. Bring back. <laughs> I had a lane, and I stayed in that lane, and I, it, it like I, it, laid, it led me to lots of of, of fun things, like <laughs> hospital shakes and shit. Your dick. It happened. Um. <laughs> well, that was our. That, that was, was it. Our, that was our. Okay, uh, so that was our fuck tales. Woo! All right, so we got, but we got to get to the. Uh, we got to spin the wheel real quick, and then. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll move on from this the, segment. So let's uh, for the next time. Let's hit the old topic randomizer wheel of fortune. Okay. <laughs> from the mouth of babes, interview kids and hate millennials even more. That's going to be great. <laughs> Because we got plenty of them, as you heard from the fucking earlier part of the show. These fucking monsters just roll in here. 
So for a portion of the show next week, it'll be less blue, I'm sure. Although uh, my daughter, Allison, has now said that like she, I, I didn't give her the hall pass. Apparently, Colleen did. That she could say fuck now. Oh, so well, I mean, she's 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 officially got the teen after she's, her age. She's, so she's, yeah, she'll be thirteen yeah. on, on yeah. Uh, like in a couple of days. Yeah, so so she's like, you know what? Fuck that shit. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, okay, it's gonna be get a little bit used to. Like she she I I, I saw that because I guess she had said it before with Colleen before she said it with me. Um, she was testing the water to see how I would like react to it. She was like, shit. I was like. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> she's, she's like, come on. You're like, all right. Yeah, like, hey, 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 hey. Like, fucking crawl, <laughs> die, die, crawl die, die, before you walk. Like, You're like, all right. That's like the girl, like, the girl that smoked the, the kind bud weed before she actually took some swag. <laughs> Work your way up to it. Start with some shits and some ass. You throw a hell in there. Maybe a fuck on ass once in a while. Several damn. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't want to hear like, yeah, yeah. yeah like cum guzzler. I don't want to hear that coming out of your mouth for at least five years. Um, and even at that point, it might be a little bit much. (laughs) Goodbye and good night. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh. Got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 